Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host United, United Queendom, the number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Oh, happy birthday to you. Oh, it's not musicals week. Sorry, but um, it's vital that I sing that. did that. sound like Dick Van Dyke. Oh, consider yourself one of the family. Oh, wait, that's Oliver. Oh. That's the Artful Dodger. I played the Artful Dodger in my school play and I stole the show. Wow. Well, I stole parts of the show. Like You mean, you mean some of the props and some of the valuables? Yeah. <laughs> well, times are hard and friends are few, but... Um, <laughs> Things are different now. I'm 35. I've moved up a box. In well, life. happy birthday. You have moved up a box. Welcome to... Um, oh, shit. Did I just move out that box? Yeah, I, I only agreed to move into it if you moved out of it. I was like, I'm not being in a box with him. Yeah. But, um, my, I mean, my, basically... My box can get quite as sinky. As gay men over 35, it's all basically one foot in the grave. One heel in the grave at this point. So it's just um, making sure we're as comfortable as possible before... It's palliative care from now on, really. Um, how how was your birthday? I really enjoyed it. Um, my partner, partner, um, he took me for a lovely... Your business, business partner? Partner in crime? My life partner, my soulmate, <laughs> my, lesbian, my lesbian lover. Um, we went, uh, he took me to a lovely seafood restaurant. We had some oysters. Then we had a little bit of a dicky tummy, so it's actually quite similar to your birthday. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then we... And then we went... Did you shit in the nice restaurant? We did, actually. Oh, good job, <laughs> you, good job. If you, if you must know. I've always, thought that oysters, I've always thought that oysters, right, if you threw up and you threw up oysters, I think it would be the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. I think they would look better than when you ate them. I mean, they really are very ugly, but... They are, but something... you're not supposed to chew them, are you? So that's what I mean. If you puke them up, they would look fucking vile. They'd look like they'd look like. No, you're supposed like to bite them once. Yeah, I know, but... You're supposed to bite once and then swallow. I know that. You don't swallow them whole. It's not a dick. <laughs> I've swallowed them whole before, and I've and I've bitten them once as well. But um, yeah, I do, I do like them. But yeah, I just, I it's just the fact that they're grey and they're fishy, and I just think that oh, it would just remind just, you of yourself. It did, yeah, very, <laughs> especially the <laughs> fishy part. Um, so okay, so you went to you went to Jay Shiki. What else did you do? Well, there was an event on in town, which was. Um, they transformed a bar on Poland oh, the ice Street into, bar thing. into Iceland, but it was not an ice bar. So we went in, had a drink and left because it was really shit because basically they painted the walls white mm. and then like put, um, had a little gas machines. So they tried to make it look icy, but there was no actual... Oh, so um, it wasn't even cold? It was, <laughs> it was not cold, no. And they, were, and they were handing out jackets, but it was like, well... That's so weird. Real. (laughs) It was really weird, and the drinks were horrible. So I left, and then we just um, had a few cocktails in town, and and slunk off home. And here we are. And here we are today to live to tell the tale. Well, happy birthday! Um, It's just another, you know, just another year, another notch in the bed's post, isn't it? Really. 
Tragic. It's just another manic... Oh, it's Friday. Um, yes, it's just another manic Friday. Um, but, however... Can I mention my two plugs? Oh, yeah, go on. Tia plugs. So this week they've announced the Haters Roast UK, which long-time listeners will know that I um, have written for the Haters Roast in America. But now the tour is finally coming here and they've got a great lineup, which is Willem and... Um, oh, God, I've forgotten who else is on it. Trinity the Turk and Lawrence... Lawrence Cheney! Um, Lawrence Cheney! Bag of Chips, MBE, who's in this episode. Well, I can't remember, but you can look it up online. It's going to be great, and it's coming to a city near you next year. And also, in the uh, the Royal Albert Hall this year on December the 3rd is A Christmas Gaiety, which is Peaches Christ's Christmas Gay production, which I will also be writing for, so I actually can't attend that bit. Um, the tickets are available for A Christmas Gaiety, and I think they're going to be available soon for Haters Roast. So the, that's my plugging session. Wow. I feel like I've got a whole new, a whole new set of uh, hair plugs now after that. I saw you drifting off then, Sam. But what? What? Oh, did you left right? Um, oh. <laughs> Sorry, babes. Um, well, we start the episode with... Um, yeah, all basically all the queens are just, like, cheering baby on and, like, and saying how proud... Are you forgetting something? What? Rating. Oh, we need to rate it! Ah. <laughs> oh, you put me in charge for one week and I can't even sort it out. Although, in my defence, sometimes we've gone whole... Two, three episodes without rating, but um, I am going to sometimes give, whole years. I'm going to give this a seven. I'm going to give it a two. Number two for poo. another two. Oh, yeah, well, you, you, can tell thought... my friend, you can tell my friends not editing this one, can't you? Oh, this was really badly edited. I mean, this to me, maybe I'll need to rewatch to say this definitively, but it seemed to be the worst snatch game that I've ever seen. I don't think <laughs> anyone was good. And I don't even think anyone was hilariously bad. I thought the whole no. thing was very, very cringe. And I just didn't, I did not like this episode. Mm, it was very mediocre. After a couple of good weeks, I feel like we've gone back down into the gutter. It was very mediocre, wasn't it? You can't. It can't was. Really deny it just that. felt like they were all just scared and panicked and no one was enjoying it. And even the person who won, I thought, would have been safe on most normal Snatch games. And Rue really, I mean, we'll get to that. But yeah, carry on about what was going on. Um, so yeah so basically yeah all the queens um, come into uh, the workroom and they're all like oh my god baby we are so proud of her chatted as a VT about saying how proud they are um, so I mean that's all very nice isn't it really uh, like we said last week she um, you know she, es- she escaped being um, booted off basically they're a very polite cast aren't they they're all like like last week, Danny Beard, and they were like, congratulations. She was like, well, I don't want to gloat when there's some people in the room who don't feel good. And then when baby's gone, they're like, oh, I'm just really proud of her. Like, they're all very supportive, which is nice. But I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. it doesn't make for good TV. Like the glory days of uh, like season five in America, where if someone had eliminated themselves, they would have been like booting them out the door and like, good rid of slag and all that. <laughs> no, we're a very British people. And obviously we live in a hashtag be kind um, kind of arena let's say I so don't. um one well, you don't you have hashtag be mean um so <laughs> so i be mean bomb mean meanie bomb i'll oh, shut up um <laughs> so uh lafil also uh toes the line saying that dakota was amazing and then danny and they all congratulate danny and she's like and danny's like hey i fucking can't even believe i'm wearing it now i feel like to do it on a nap <laughs> Um, so, I mean, that, that was, that was nice. 
Um, which I would love to see the napkin that she do like some some childish daubing on a napkin who somebody turned into this amazing outfit. Um, I'd like to see <laughs> if it was really was um, down to that. Uh, but um, Jomba says, I got the I got the good ones. I got the critiques. I just need a good badge now. Yeah. All right, babes. Yeah. J- Jumbas, I mean, as you know, I will always hate Jumbas for the name Jumbas, but she she is starting to grow on me. She has a certain goofy charm to her. Mm. A goofy charm, it's true. Um, but chicken gorgon. A chicken gorgon. Um, <laughs> so Roo comes in looking like a chicken gorgon snack, and um, he says it's, he says it is snatch game. Everyone goes way. And then we have to go through the whole painful who's doing who, and uh, Rue decides to just tell people what to do. Um, <laughs> oh, this really pissed me off. Is this why you gave it a low mark? One of the reasons, because the thing... Sorry, carry on. We'll get to it when we get to it. But it just really pissed me off. Well, I mean, LaPhil says that she's going to be Mary Condu. I mean, not really funny. You could tell where that was going. I don't know who that is. She's like that. Um, she's like a Japanese clean freak or something that... Um, is it an Instagram thing? Uh, possibly, yes. But it was about, like, organising your house, do you know what I mean, to make it look amazing. Like, stacking boxes and all that shit. Well, I think the mistake she made, and we've seen this a few times, is um, sometimes Asian queens think doing a stereotypical Asian accent is funny on its own. And I think you can... If, the, if you have a good joke and do that, it might work. But doing... And the accent on its own is not funny. Well, that's pretty and much what Jombas did, did though, to be fair. <laughs> I know, but Jombas was doing the accent, but also cracking some actual jokes, even though whether they worked or not was debatable. But there was an attempt there, whereas uh, LaFil, yeah. they weren't even really jokes. They were just sentences read in a yeah. you know, over-the-top Asian accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but then we get to for the first um, controversial thing, and I think you will... Um, have something to say about this, that um, Danny Beard says he wants to do Louis Walsh and he's got uh, his whole wig planned out and he's actually quite excited about it. And also Jomba says he's going to do uh, Enya again, which is, you know, we're like, oh, OK. And I, and I remember seeing, like, clips of this and being like, I never saw Louis Walsh or Enya and I knew where this was going. But um, but Bagger turns up, though, which is nice to see, right? It did, that is exactly what really, really pissed me off, not Bagger turning up. But when (laughs) Rue deterred Danny from doing um, Louis Walsh, because, like, Mm. we know Louis Walsh, the British people know Louis Walsh. He's, he's like, almost a parody of a joke. Mm. I think he would be a really good Snatch Game character. He's got all those, like, funny things, like, remember when there was a black singer on X Factor, he's like, oh, you remind me of a young Lenny Henry, and, like, (laughs) stuff like that. So he could have, there's loads of room to do that. I'm sure Danny had it planned. Just because Rue doesn't know who Louis Walsh is, Mm. she was like, that's not funny. And then made Danny Mm. do a character who... I do think Scylla Black's a good choice, but clearly she had not prepared anything for that. No, she nothing. probably had her heart set on Louis Walsh. And but then I understand why they changed it, because in the past, when queens ignore Rue's advice, they tend to end up in the bottom because Rue's like, well, fuck you. But um Yeah, Rue's like, fuck you, and then even if they're funny, you know, I mean you'd have to really you have to be doubly funny in order to prove Rue wrong, basically. Yeah, it was like that time with Theresa May when um, RuPaul told her to do the Spanish share and then she didn't do it. And then the person she did, I've forgotten who she did, was it Carmen, uh, what's she called, with the fruit on Oh, it was um, Margarita Placatan. Yeah, and she wasn't good, but I felt like she was punished further for ignoring Ru. And so so this time Jombas and Danny took Ru's advice, but... um, and I think they were both rewarded for doing it, but I think I think they would have had better snatch games if they'd stuck to their original um, characters. Personally, although we'll never know. 
Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think so as well. But I mean, I think that's why. I mean, we'll get there. But I think that's why. Um, he was Danny was safe. I think so too because I like, thought she seemed like the second worst along with um yeah, the film. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and then basically, but because your reward for listening to Rue was that you're not gonna get um you're not gonna get tucked off. Well, I think Rue will realize how it looks to a viewer, which is basically I told you to do this person. Now you're in the bottom. It's almost like I put you in the bottom. So if anything, I have to give you a bit of extra grace because I take some responsibility for the shit show that I caused. But exactly. Rue just shouldn't tell them what to do in Snatch Game. Like give them. She used to in earlier seasons, like say. Is that a good idea? Is it not? But now she'll straight up be like, I think you should do this. And it's like, don't get involved, bitch. Mm. <laughs> Especially when it's British exactly celebrities that you don't even know. So mm-hmm. educate yourself on Louis Walsh before you start telling these queens that Louis Walsh isn't funny. Because Louis Walsh, well, isn't actually funny, but it's funny to make fun of. Well, Very funny. It's, yeah, it's funny to make fun of. Exactly. Um, but that's exactly what he does with John Buzz as well. Um, who And she doesn't want him to do Enya. Uh, I mean, Enya could have been really funny because nobody really knows who's like. But it's like what RuPaul always says: do a character that people know who the character is. But I mean, she could have done them as like a, you know, like an Irish skank. Do you know what I mean? Like, and she, oh, like, that would have been all... funny if he did Enya exactly like, the all... opposite of what you think. Yeah, exactly. So not all like ethereal and lovely. In fact, like you know, just the opposite of that. But uh, instead, she decided to go for a giant um, stereotype, and apparently, that's okay. Well, and I just, I don't like when they do not real people. I don't even really like Cheddar, obviously. She just, she just made him up. She's made up, a, she made up a character and said for him to do it. I know, because it's like, that's for the improv challenge. You can make up a character, do this stuff. Snatch Game is meant to be about real celebrities. And I know it's not strict rule, mm-hmm. but I just think it's more impressive to me when they actually take someone that we know who they are and what they sound like. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so uh, someone who we do know who they sound like and look like is Shirley Bassey, who Pixie says she's going to do. And, and Rue does mention the fact that, obviously, Shirley Bassey is a black woman. I mean, but obviously, you know, black people have done white people in the past. Like, you know, it's the character, really. It isn't the race. So I, I do kind of agree with Pixie here. Oh, I do as well. I think Rue does. I think Rue is almost just getting ahead of... Before the fans say, just getting it mentioned, like, yeah, getting it mentioned. In just case, addressing yeah, it, yeah, because yeah, I mean, Trixie did RuPaul. Like, I mean, it is. And Pixie's answer, I thought, was really good, which is that, and it's true. When I think of Shirley Bassey, the first thing I think of is not black woman. I think of her songs. I think of her talent. I think of her diva reputation. Like she's not defined by her race, and it's like insulting to her to make it seem like that is her defining characteristics. It's absolutely not. To be honest, I didn't even realize she was black as a child. I just thought of her as Welsh, which obviously I know you can be both. But <laughs> you don't you don't see colour, babes, you don't see colour. That's just you. It's you all over. I don't see colour, I just see talent, darling. Talent darling By the way, she clearly was doing a impression of bubbles from Little Britain yet again. But <laughs> that's clearly the one impression she can do and she's just going to make it work for any challenge possible well you say make it work um, so then so Black Pepper is going to do Lil Nas X um, again we don't really know I mean like it's just a bit of a I mean well, it's, it's, Lil Nas X is very funny on Twitter but obviously that doesn't help with an impression like he does do a lot of funny not translate. I don't know what his voice really sounds like but she did really look like him but I know that that's not what Snatch Game is about oh no totally but then, um, and then Cheddar says she's going to be doing, uh, channeling Judy Dench and Helen Mirren as Elizabeth I. I mean, this is basically drag 101 for Cheddar. I mean, like, you know, the, this was, with everybody else, this was hers to win, really, wasn't it? 
Well, I mean, I don't think she was amazing. And I think this characterization of Elizabeth has been done before. Jinx Monsoon did it years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that original. And I didn't think it was that funny. But yeah, it was a, a solid, competent snatch game in a field of mm. bad ones. Uh, the only other one I thought was good was Jombas. And that was because her enthusiasm and charm kind of carried it through. But there still weren't really any good jokes in there. Well, yeah. Well, then we well then we discover that Dakota is going to be doing Pete Burns, um, CBB Pete Burns, which I mean, surely you celebrated this. A great choice, yeah. I think someone. I mean, I don't think it was a disaster, but I think someone could have done. I bet the Vivian could do an. I mean, she did Pete Burns on the runway once, but I bet she would do an amazing Pete Burns snatch game. Oh my god, yeah. But that's a good point actually to mention uh, another celebrity Big Brother death this week with Leslie Jordan. Oh dear, Leslie. I mean. I know we discussed this, you and I, but, um, you know, and, and he didn't come off super amazing in Celebrity Big Brother. But um, what a character. And, you know, and I think, you know, she's like he was just literally, I think, more famous than ever. I think was getting more work than ever due to like um, being having this massive presence on Instagram, everybody loving him. And yeah, and then a fucking car crash. What a shocker. I wasn't aware of this whole social media craze of him till he died. Yeah, yeah. And, and now I've been watching them and they are really funny. But now, because I'm not on social media that much, I didn't see it. But yeah, I mainly obviously know her from Will and Grace. And then she has popped up on Drag Race over the years. And obviously Trinity did her for Snatch Game this year and won. So yeah, it feels like a big part of the LGBT community. But Car Crash is like a real, yeah, massive part of the LGBT community. But also a Car Crash is like... That's the second car crash after Anne Hesh as well, well in Hollywood. Well, yeah, I, I assume with Leslie Jones that I think it sounded like Jordan. he might have had some sort of stroke or heart attack and that's why he crashed the car rather than um, with Anne Hesh. It was like she was, oh, right, yeah. she was wasted, wasn't she, really? Yeah, yeah. And now her life is wasted, sadly. And I do love Anne Hesh, so it was a real shame. There's been a lot of death this year and as I, I think I already messaged you about, Sam, a lot of people from Celebrity Big Brother have died. So it's Leslie Jordan. Who did we have recently? Coolio. There's been, obviously, Sarah Harding, Jade Goody. Yeah, Coolio. Um, David Guest, well, were let, once dead well, let's on the hope, show. And... Let's, hope, let's hope Carol Malone isn't next. Ah! <laughs> thinking it, thinking... Sorry. <laughs> you guys won't know this, but uh, Sam is being facetious because he, he does want Carol Malone <laughs> to die. No, I don't. I never want anyone to die. Um, anyway, so we discovered it is I, There's a, one person in the world I want to die, actually, and they're on this episode, who? and it's Tess Daly. No, I'm joking. I don't want her to uh, die, but I do really hate Tess Daly. She's, I just find her so fucking boring, and she has such a good job. She's really bland and really she boring. She is beautiful. She looks amazing. Yeah. She is beautiful. You've got to give her that. And so we find out, obviously, she's one of the... Um, She's one of the contestants on, um, you know, it's a special for Snatch Game. It's a Strictly Special. And AJ, I mean, AJ was once a contestant on it. So, I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit far-fetched, but... Um, She's beautiful. I, did, I didn't really know who she was. Is she, did she go out with Stormzy? No, that's Maya Jammer. Um, I know AJ Adudu. She's actually really lovely. Well, she, apparently AJ Adudu is the new Big Brother host. Uh, yeah, could do. I mean, she's brilliant. I love her. No, she is apparently, I heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I also, a lot of people were saying Alison Hammond, but I think apparently it's AJ. Um, and Well, AJ would make more sense because she was, she's not never been a contestant and, and you said they wanted to sort of um, start afresh. So what was AJ famous for before Strictly? Was she a rate? What was she? 
Just doing um, modern. Yeah, just doing. Yeah, no, no. She was doing presenting, but um, it just took took her a while to get up there on the presenting vibe. She was just doing some crap stuff, but then she started doing better stuff, and she's actually really good. Oh well, good for her. I'm glad. Even though they did a Strictly Come Dancing snatch game, I'm glad that they didn't change the actual. Um, you know. Well, exactly. Like they do with like they do with love the snatch love game one, which of is love, annoying. Yeah, it's it annoying. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we basically talked about the performances. I mean, we like, I'm not going to labour the point because um, we all know that it was all a bit shit. So um, I thought, I did think Dakota was quite good, but I mean, she managed to get in a couple of couple of um, Pete Burns' catchphrases. But um, really, uh, Cheddar was good too. But um, yeah, I was, I was most surprised, I think, by Danny Beard. Like, I mean, this yeah, was... Shocking. I mean, yeah, it, was, it wasn't... I mean, for some reason, she was weird and played a really weird and shouty and I didn't really very shouty really get that um, just mm. one more thing about Pete Burns but I feel like Dakota did not mention about the famous gorilla coat which was a, could have mm. been a good thing and also my favourite I mean I say favourite this was awful but Pete Burns moment do you remember when the black woman from Baywatch I've forgotten her name was well, when she said hey black thing cracks just gets dusty <laughs> not that bit but do you remember there's a bit where she Pete Burns is with her and they're alone in a room and Pete Burns just sits for 10 minutes and tells her what a terrible person she is while she just sits and cries listening to it. She goes, the thing is, I think you're fake. I think you're fucking... Oh, yeah, no, I do remember. Oh, my God, it was awful, yeah. It was absolutely one of the most brutal bits of TV. But for some reason, because Pete Burns (laughs) had so many crazy moments on that show, I think... It's uh, it, it got overshadowed. I'd but... forgotten about that bit. <laughs> yeah, so I felt like it could have incorporated that, although I guess that's not funny. It's actually quite horrible. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, I agree with you. She, Dakota did do a good job. I just think someone... I can imagine Pete Burns being like a proper winning character if if taken to the extreme. Oh, no, totally. And uh, JB's, JB's um, St. Paddy was just... I just found it just a bit cringe, really. It's a sort of. It's just. It just looked like the sort of thing you'd do on a St Patrick's Day sort of like roast in your local Irish pub or something. It was just a bit naff. I mean, I didn't hate it. I I I just hate that it's not a proper celebrity. But I mean, I did think she committed to it and got a few gags in. And yeah, I thought Cheddar by default was the best. But I did think it was a very probably, the, mm. in my opinion, the worst snatch game ever. Even worse than the Down Under ones, which are famously quite bad. Um, yeah, it was pretty horrendous and. Um, also, yeah, I mean, LaPhil was just dreadful. I mean, yeah, it was just it was just another one of those things where they where they go into the um they go into the workroom for the elimination day and like you always know it's been shit when someone says, "Well, I had a, I had a really good time doing it." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Black Pepper was just I've really realized I'm not funny, you know, like, oh, bless her. But um yeah. I know well, it takes it takes a lot to be funny. It wasn't but it was just it just wasn't great and I think um you know obviously Cheddar uh Cheddar like well I mean this was we're not going to go on about it but then you know there's a lengthy scenario where obviously Cheddar's talking about the pink triangle she's going to wear in the um in the runway and then talks about Which HIV never heard of as this. well for about the pink triangle. I mean god you can fill a library with stuff that I don't know and they do and they call it a library. But, um, yeah, oh, no, yeah, I've I never knew, heard of this. Pink Triangle, is, Pink Triangle is basically the gay equivalent of the Star of David that they made the Jews wear. So it's like a like a patch you wear on your coat to show to denominate what you are. Um, but then why would you wear it? Because wouldn't you have been hiding? You've had you've been made to wear it. You're forced to wear it. Oh, you're forced. Oh, so she's reclaiming it. I thought it was meant, like, meant to be a positive thing. I think I, dri- no, I no. think I drifted out a little bit during this time. I should know this. Yeah, I've done history I mean, at uni, but I did not. They didn't yeah, teach you, us about you the gays. Know that, really. <laughs> well, you were there, Sam. That's different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's go on to something more positive. The runway. So uh, Dakota's little Dakota's um, big pig number. What did you think of that? I gave it a hit. I liked it. Pig. It was like a draping sort of like long. It was very glamorous. I mean, you know, just um, just classic Dakota, really. Let's give it a hit. <laughs> but oh, it wasn't very memorable because I do not remember it. But black yeah. black peppers, pink pink Marge Simpson. Do you remember that where she yeah. takes candy floss out of her hair? Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, get what the reference was. What was it? It wasn't Marge Simpson, was it? Yeah, it was she said she said I'm like I'm like a Marge Simpson. Like I mean, but it, there was no no other no real relevance to it. But I don't think. Also, most of it wasn't pink. It was red. I know. It was just weird. It was Am one I of crazy? those... Yeah, I gave it a shit. It was just one of those scenarios whereby you don't really know what they're doing. And they just wedged something together because they weren't prepared. Well, I give it I give it a shit, but if it's a reference to something I don't know, like if there's an old movie with this outfit and it's a reference, then it didn't look bad. I just do not get what this was, so... Nope. And then Pink Pixie comes out... We- yeah, shit as well for me. Pixie comes out wearing sort of like a motoring outfit and Mel B, who just um, seems a bit deranged this whole episode, doesn't she? Is she drunk or something? She did seem a bit... I mean, she always has been, really. She um, she looked great, didn't she, Melby? She looked really good, but she always looks good. But, um, yeah, she seems... She does always look good. She's aged very well. Mm. Um, did we already have this conversation on the podcast about... Oh, did we? No, we had it in real life, didn't we, about how people were saying Scary Spice was a racist term. Yeah, that's right. And I said to you how uh, they can shut up because basically um, she wore leopard print by choice and did the whole rawr thing. That was just that was just her vibe. It wasn't scary black lady. It was just the vibe. Yeah, you did. You did change my mind. Yeah. Um, I just can't remember if we'd done it on here. Um, also, by the way. No, we hadn't. Uh, but she's. But she, hid, oh, yeah. Come on. Just going to say hidden gem because I am. A, even though I'm not the world's biggest Spice Girls fan, I was a massive fan of their solo careers. And Mel B does have a couple of hidden gems, and one of them called Tell Me. It used to be a song that I used to play all the time. It was a moderate hit back in the early noughties, and I would recommend you go and dig it out. In fact, I'm going to do it after this podcast, listen to her old oh, song. Oh, yeah, she 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 has a... um. There's a solo song that I love as well that sounds really Janet Jackson-y. I can't remember what it's called, though. Oh, I know which one you mean. It's feels, yeah, that's it. Feels so yeah, good or yeah. something. Feeling so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, she had a couple of alright songs, but it just didn't take off for her. I prefer their solo music to their Spice Girls songs, which I guess is sacrilege, but especially Jerry and Mel C, I just think have some real. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a pace in my heart for Emma's um, um, stuff, um, and obviously Mel B says that. Oh yeah, is, maybe. It's a yeah, great song. and and uh, Mel B says that um, Emma's um, weird motoring outfit was. Um, yeah, her weird motoring outfit was what Emma wore at the 2012 Olympics. I don't remember this, but um, well, if, if Mel B says it was, well, she didn't. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> <laughs> it's just pink. That's that's as far as it goes. Also, did you watch Victoria Beckham on Andy Cohen this week? No, she's so awkward on TV. She is just like, yeah, they were like. Victoria Beckham, what's your karaoke song? She goes, well, it's either Spice Up Your Life or. Um, stop. And it's like, well, first of all, bitch, you're not singing Spice Girls on karaoke. You won't even sing with the Spice Girls and you are a Spice Girl. So. <laughs> but she, she's just really awkward and the way she like, oh God, go and watch it. Anne Hathaway's next to her as well and she's... Oh, um, all right. They're just like chalk and cheese for relaxed chalk on and, camera. Yeah, because yeah, Anne, yeah, Anne Hathaway is so personable. Um, let's have a look. Yeah, so... She's an actress, I guess. So then Cheddar comes out in this amazing outfit, and like, and she's—I mean, it's the win for her, really. I mean, there's a there's a there's a motive behind it. There's a message, and it's but she looks stunning as well. I mean, well done. 
Cheddar. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I thought she looked amazing. I gave her my hit of the week. I did. Mm, I didn't like too. the makeup. I got that it was meant to be pink tears, but I thought they could have been more pink because it looked a bit diluted. Mm. But um, yeah, it looked but, a bit yeah, watery. Great outfit, great message. Yeah, and Maybe also she wanted of... to look like realistic tears, but yeah. Um, I also gave a bit of a hit to Danny Beard, although the moustache was quite weird, but um, it was like the first time he's lent into that facial stuff when probably should have done it when uh, hair was the runway theme. But um, there we go. <laughs> well, yeah, I totally agree. It's a, a little too little too late, but yeah, I give it a hit, I guess. But I, th- I thought she could have been mm. gone further with it, but it was polished. Oh, defo. Polished, polished a turd. And, you know, and he's nothing if not a shit bag. <laughs> uh, Daddy yeah, John Buzz uh, comes out in this, this pink feathers with a lovely cut, multicoloured wig. I gave this a uh, bit of a hit. I mean, it was nice, but it was just like mm, a bit boring. Well, that's how I felt. I thought it was just a bit nice. But my partner who I watched it with, we were both quite drunk, to be fair. But he thought this was like horrendous. He was like, horrendous? How hideous it was. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's not that bad. I mean, I did get what, what the judges said in terms of, because was, there was quite a big reveal at the beginning, it kind of... When you see someone do that, you kind of want a little bit more. So it was a bit like, oh. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought she looked nice. And I agreed with... Actually, in the Snatch game when she was St. Patrick, I thought that was the prettiest she's looked, which is very Mm. weird, like, in a silly character. But So I think her makeup is getting better and she's figuring out her face on the show. And she looked... Yeah, I thought she looked okay. I'm figuring out my face! Um, (laughs) And then Lafil comes... (laughs) Lafil... The Phil comes out in this really weird, bright pink tent malarkey. I gave it a shit. I'm sorry. It just looked odd. Yeah, I did too. I don't know why they all loved it. I mean, I get that it's... Um, I never know if I, how to use the word avant-garde. I'm probably using it wrong. But what am I meaning? Like, avant-garde! Something, something just strange and different. And I get that. But it just didn't look good mm. to me. It just looked very silly. So, no, um, not, not one for me. Yeah, right. I give it a shit. Yeah, I agree. It did look a bit silly. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, not in love with that one. Um, and then, um, so, yeah, so uh, Dakota and Danny Beard are remarked as safe. And then, basically, they um, they pretty much read Black Pepper for um, being a bit rubbish, uh, saying they have no point of view. And um, yeah. yeah, and then Melby just go, Melby says another random thing about um, about Eliz- about Eliz- Elizabeth the first shooting her sister and like, what do you want about babes? That was crazy. It was actually kind of crazy that they left that in because it made her look really yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because usually they try and make the guest judges look as good as possible. But I mean, even me, who knows so little, even I was like, what did you just say? That is not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you lunatic. <laughs> well, she's a bit crazy as our Melby. It's not. She isn't she a OB I thought, or something? Is she? I think she. Is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. O b e s e. No joke. She's not. She's skinny. Um, <laughs> so then, Alan. <laughs> Alan does a. Um, Alan does a better impression of. Um, Oh, who did? Oh, yeah, it was Pixie was doing um, uh, Shirley Bassey. So Alan says, uh, he, Alan says that you know you should do it like this, and does a better impression that um, than you know in two seconds than Pixie did in the whole thing. And they say that they say that um, Pixie's rem- reminds reminds him of Cheryl Hole in this outfit. So not a great moment for Pixie, I don't think really. Double insult, but I mean, yeah, Shirley Bassey is so over the top. If you're going to do it, you really have to go over the top and you shouldn't need to be told that. And also, as I was saying, as I was watching it last night, I was like, mm. 
Snatch Game is the one challenge you can prepare for. And you don't have to play the game. And it is an improv challenge. And if you're good at improv, then do the improv. But if not, Bag of Chips is a great example on UK vs. The World. She didn't answer any questions. She just did her Kathy Bates misery shtick. And it was funny. And she like she yeah. prepared it all before she even heard a peep out of Rue's mouth. I don't know why none of these queens, who clearly are not great at improv, did not come with their own shtick prepared. And Dame Shirley Bassey is someone you could easily not play the game and just play. I'm not playing, darling. I'm too good for this. I'm le-. and like so you don't even have to answer yeah, the yeah, questions. Yeah, exactly. And she really, it was a flop for me. But I can see why she wasn't in Total the bottom. flop. Uh, but I do think Danny mm-hmm. Beard was very lucky to escape that bottom. Very lucky. Um, so yeah, the um, so they obviously go back to the workroom and Pixie's sad again for saying she should have gone bigger this time and blah de blah de blah. I mean, you know that's that's pretty much classic Pixie at the moment, isn't it? For the last few episodes, she's almost like oh oh being herself up about something or other or saying that she was amazing and she didn't get the right judgings. Blah 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 blah. Moan central. She's a bit of a Debbie Downer. She's quite hard to. She's. I'm finding her quite hard to warm to. To be honest, she's a bit like. Someone who it feels like no shade, like if it was a party and she left, everyone would be glad that she was gone. <laughs> I was saying this about somebody. Was um, it me? <laughs> no, no. I mean, she's never going to listen to the podcast, but um, somebody that I know, um, she's not a friend or anything, but I was saying to David the other day, I was like, oh, she's just like... She's just Carol Malone. No, she's, just, no, she's just one of those people... Who you know when she texts when she texts you or like she texts her friends like look at it and they look at the text and go oh <sighs> what are you gonna say this time oh it's a nice one okay for you but do you know what I mean the, you and your immediate reaction would be like to to dread it do you know what I mean well yeah my friend said her mum once told her that um the term life vampires so it's almost like just kind of suck the energy out of you a little bit. And I can imagine, <laughs> obviously I haven't met Pixie, but I imagine that's how the other queens in the room are feeling. A bit like, oh God, do we have to go through this mm. again? Like, shut up. Yeah, but, exactly. Fun, fun, fun vacuum. Yeah. Whereas, um, well, I am whereas a Dyson. I'm, I've been called a lime... Uh, I've been, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, the dog. You've been called a what? A life? I said, sorry, the dog. The dog just... Oh yeah, a, 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 lime, a limelight vacuum. <laughs> yeah, you are you are an attention hooker. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? So, um, so yeah, that is in the workroom. And then, you know, we come out again. And at last, Cheddar gets to win and Jombas is safe. I mean, you know, if you're going to win one, you're going to win Snatch Game. You can always say she won Snatch Game. It wasn't an amazing Snatch Game. So it was more of a win by default, let's say. Well, I think, didn't Cheddar get the win in the girl group challenge? I know most of the cast did, but I think she has a badge from that. But yeah, this is her well. first proper solo win. Yeah, it's not her... I mean, it's, I don't mean it's not her, it's not her first badge, but at last she gets a, pro, a proper win, do you know what I mean? No, like, on her yes. own back. So, and I was... As I was saying last week, I thought Cheddar was going to win the whole season, but and then I was doubting it because she hadn't had that big moment. So I guess now this is the moment, and I do think she's going to win. And I was actually with her at a party on Tuesday, and I didn't speak to her, and I wish I had. She looked amazing. It was at the... Me- oh, what the what? Yeah, it was at a Method launch, which was... Method is a cleaning product, which I'd never heard of. But they did a launch mm. party for it. And there was Cheddar and a few of the drag queens there and uh, Rob Rinder. So a little plug for that oh, as well. Oh, I wish I'd gone. Oh, I did actually invite you. <laughs> but you were busy. Did you? Mm. Yeah, I messaged... Well, I said you were um, in town. Oh, yeah. Oh, but you were, you were in Devon, weren't you? Yeah, I was, oh, I was in Devon, yeah. I was in Devon. Otherwise, I would have been there with bells on. 
I'm finding um, it hard to believe I'm endeavouring. Big shiny but... bells. Yeah. <laughs> and you just said, just say that this is how, this is this is Cheddar's moment. So is that just another reference to Marty McCutcheon and your um your diligence on her Wikipedia page? <laughs> yes, thank you for noticing. I thought it was too subtle. It's all right. Um, never subtle this enough. This is Cheddar's moment. This is Cheddar's moment. Do you know Martin McCutcheon? Cheesy, I mean, ch- a cheesy moment. Oh, can I just say as well, driving down to Devon and back, and back, I drove past Cheddar Gorge both both times. Oh, really? I'd love to see it. Do you mm. drive past uh, Stonehenge? Mm. Probably not. Uh, you, can, you can drive past Stonehenge, but I didn't this time. There's like four different ways you can go. Mm. Well, I'm going to come to Devon soon, um, whether you like it or not. I've, I've told you. Yes, be, be please. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I am prepared. I'm lubed up and ready to go. So Pixie is safe <laughs> and they... So it's the two bottom ones are Le Phil and Black Pepper and they're going to lip sync to Stop Right Now. Thank you very much. Um, I don't know about you, but I need somebody, somebody with a human touch. No, I thought this was um, a bit crazy and erratic, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it was. I thought they were both okay. They gave it a lot. Black Pepper had some good moves, but it was kind of up and down. And then Le Phil was giving a lot of energy. Um, a bit of trivia mm. about this song, even though <clears throat> it is a bit of class- a classic, it actually was the song that broke the Spice Girls' unbroken chain of number ones. Because from Wannabe, they had consecutive number ones, eight, I believe. They had Wannabe, Say You'll Be There, To Become One, Who Do You Think You Are, Spice Up Your Life, Too Much, Viva Forever, and then... It was stop this one, which was their number two. Well, this was the last, but it was the last one from the album, though, wasn't it? So people were like, "We've already got the album," so you know. Yeah, it was the last one. I think it might be the last song with Jerry in. Or was that Viva Forever before? And then the next single was mm. Goodbye. So this was just as the mm. basically the end of Spice Mania because Jerry was just about to leave. Yeah, and it is one of yeah. those songs that I think gets the most play on the radio. I hear it more often than any other, but it's not one of my favorites because it's a little bit. Mid-tempo. No, not one of my favourites. And it's a weird one, and it's a weird one. For, I mean, obviously they did it because Mel B was there, but it was weird. Um, and, yeah, I think I thought LaFille just went too crazy, taking off clothes again, which you know we don't like. And um, I think after the Snatch oh, Game as well, it was off, her time to go. The taking off the boots was weird, because it seemed as... It almost acted as if she was doing a reveal, but, like, your foot is not a reveal. But she acted as if it was, like, impressive that she was taking them off. And I'm like, no, that gets you sent home, bitch. What are you doing? Yeah, it was really bizarre, but I think um, it was. You know, I, I felt I felt good about her going home. I think don't I think Black Pepper had more to offer than the Phil. So um, even though I did like the Phil, and I thought she was much better than they all gave her um, credit for in Larry Poppins, but um, yeah, it's her time. Yeah, I agree that it was the Phil's time, but I think and I think Black Pepper now with two bottoms. I don't know mm. if because she seemed like she was giving off winner energy, and I think she'll have to pull off quite a spectacular mm. comeback now to be back in the race because she seems like her confidence is depleting as well mm. to me it's between Danny and uh, Cheddar at this point and I think it's going to be Cheddar oh oh big time um, well we might find things might change next week because it is the uh, makeover challenge with special guest boy George with weird stuff all over his face has he got face tattoos now or is that makeup I think that's makeup and um, boy George is going in the jungle isn't she I'm a celebrity the most expensive contestant ever I believe a million pounds shut up yeah because they're doing a big like all star they're doing a big thing this year, aren't they? Um, wow, million pounds. I mean, I never really watch it. I find it quite boring, but... Well, yeah. Well, it's exciting, and I'm looking forward to next week. Um, are you going to keep keep it as a 2 out of 10, or do you want to come up to maybe 4? No, I'm going to come up to a 1. 
No, it's, yeah, two, it's two <laughs> out of ten. It was a bad episode. But I did enjoy recapping it, and that's the main thing. Always, let's click, click it out. Ugly click, 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 click